This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Posing. Abigail Beeman, Global News, Richmond Hill, Ontario. Let's get back into it with our panel, Rocco Rossi, Kevin Gadet, and Alyssa Freeman. So, all right, uh, the handgun ban that uh, the municipal leaders like Bonnie Crombie in Mississauga, I guess John Tory would be on side here in Toronto. Doug Ford's opposed, by the way, provincially, but uh, when Justin Trudeau determines to spend two days here in the vote-rich 905 especially, uh, you know that either this is uh, the battleground where they think this is going to have resonance and uh, somebody who's a friend, and uh, he seems connected to the Liberal Party, was telling me their internal polling show, uh, it spikes in favor of when they start going down the gun ban route. Uh, but to talk about it in terms he did, Justin Trudeau, as a health emergency, he was with health professionals, you know, talking about how much blood is needed, you know, in transfusions when somebody is shot up, uh, and uh, $200 million uh, leaving the municipalities to decide for themselves and banning AR-15s. Rocco, does this seem like a coherent policy that will really address the issue here? Um, not really. Uh, it is one that's reacting to, you know, horrible press and, and, and look at, at the end of the day, one person shot is one too, is one too many. So I, I, I understand um, the reaction that people have, our issue is nowhere near uh, what uh, what the U.S. is is facing. Yeah, but are people buying it? I mean, why do you think the liberals are dwelling on this to the extent they are? Well, it certainly plays in the cities. And if you can have a policy where you just you throw it over to the municipalities, I'm going to give you the power to do it if you want. And if you don't, that's okay too, uh, because I guess it's not a health emergency over there. Uh, it lets everybody uh, get whatever it is that so they want. So it's virtue signaling. They feel good about it, like they're actually doing something to address it. But what's the practicality behind all of this, if any, Alyssa? Well, they did put $250 million. I'm not sure what yeah. that's going to, but... Well, again, yeah. there's more money. Another, another cha-ching, number. Cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. Alyssa? I call it niche politicking. And this is a uh, this is an announcement that is skewed very much to people in Toronto, and I think specifically women. And I think that the Liberals probably do very well with women in Toronto. And I think by taking one narrative and splitting it into two is very interesting and maybe even very smart. So the first day you talk about it from a health perspective, and then the second day you talk about it, same narrative, but from a municipal municipal perspective. So based on that, if I call it niche politicking, because it's obviously speaking very, very directly to the population here. And I think that this is something that women and moms that would be very happy to hear about. And if they are sitting on the fence as to who they're going to vote for, maybe this very, very hard narrative push will uh, push them over to Liberal. Well, you know, uh, it may be the reason that uh, they are driving home this point, because apparently, according to Daryl Bricker with Ipsos in a poll conducted exclusively for Global News, conservatives and the liberals are doing, quote, equally well with women. The liberals at 34 percent among women and men, conservatives, 34 percent women, 40 percent among men. And the gender gap, according to Bricker, is actually hurting the liberal party. And that's with men. But on this point. Uh, so, again, Are we just being fed, you know, pie in the sky here, or is there anything practical to what they're offering as a solution for the gun and gang problem if, you know, we see it plaguing the GTA? How do you see it, Kevin? I think it's bumper sticker politics, and it's unfortunate that the media and the public don't push back hard enough on this type of thing. Uh, There were literally zero people killed with uh, long guns, uh, uh, so-called assault rifles, um, last year in Toronto, zero. 
the federal Liberal government is promising to spend more money on a camping tax, sorry, a camping grant. They're going to spend more money on the camping grant than they are on the guns and gangs policy. More money. There, there's, there's $256 million in the camping grant and, and less than 250 I believe, uh, in, in the gang, guns and gangs. Um, and, and this so-called assault ban, first of all, what does it mean? Like, what kind of rifles are we referring to? And how much is it going to cost? The AR-15, that's what they're well, talking about. Well, but no, there's, well, there's a heck of a lot more than the AR-15. And so when they say assault weapons, what does that mean? So God forbid somebody asked the Prime Minister for some details of what this might involve. Um, you know, was my SK at home going to be included? And if so, how much money am I going to get? How many billions is this going to cost? God forbid we ask these questions. Right? Well, this is the buyback. The, yeah, this is the buyback program that uh, they're spending the 200 plus million on. So. I think they did ask that question. And but those I, numbers I, make I, no and, sense. And he really didn't have an answer. So when he, you do ask him the question, what he says is, well, it's the, it's the same gun that killed, you know, all the women at Ecole Polytechnique. It's the same gun, the same gun. And uh, it's not the same gun. But, you know, when he's called on that, then he has to backtrack. So, you know, you have a good point. I mean, it sounds really good until you dig deep, but not that many people are digging deep. Well, you know what it says to me? Uh, there's a certain shallowness about all of this politicking here. And uh, when six, you grow... Six, 60 murders or 59 murders so far in Toronto this year, zero of which are from assault weapons. Okay. Uh, on that note, even a handgun ban, look, a lot of us have deduced already that the bad guys ain't using the legal guns and they haven't gone through the vetting process with the RCMP and everything. So, But, you know, on another matter uh, where, you know, maybe principles have been ceded to uh, real politic or uh, just crunching the numbers, you know, Bill 21 in Quebec, nobody wants to stand out and say uh, this is discriminatory, but interestingly enough, too, with the 70th anniversary of the founding of the People's Republic of China, the defense minister, Harjit Sajjan, showed up at some kind of a squishy gala the other night in Vancouver, and uh, that's my question. Should he have? I mean, this is an endorsement of a regime that uh, has been cited for all kinds of violations of uh, human rights, including holding two of our people hostage since last December. Is this a case of betraying principles, or is there some real consideration? China's a big trading partner, and, uh, you know, maybe we've got to maintain ties for the sake of ameliorating the situation. Rocco, what do you say? Look, everyone wants to engage, but this uh Timing is absolutely the wrong the wrong timing. You have at least two of our people being held. You have a, a country that's uh, frozen purchases of our soya beans, of our pork. Um, that you know we're we're being caught in the in the backwash, and we shouldn't be uh, seen to be acting like puppies showing up at at events. Part of the part of the um, the issue, or part of the justification is look we have lots of people of chinese origin in in canada and we want to recognize them as well but many of those people fled uh the communist regime um and and so you're not actually uh doing them uh any favors or service uh either so i think this is a time that we take a pass uh and we hold firm on the notion that look you're you're doing wrong by our people and by our country uh and we're going to continue to engage but we're not going to we're not going to celebrate you i'm sorry all right, well, and then they had the flag raising at Nathan Phillips Square yesterday, and the mayor recused himself. He didn't show up. Uh, there were protesters who were drowned out, I guess, by pro-Beijing people on drums and cymbals and things. But 
Kevin, to that point, I mean, uh, there are these serious considerations. Sometimes, you know, you get into an ethical dilemma of sorts, even with, you know, the light armored vehicles manufactured in London, $15 billion contract with the Saudi regime. You know, I'm not necessarily equating the two, but that's the ethical knife's edge that we find ourselves on. So uh, does Harjit Sajjan, the defense minister, show up for this Chinese gala in Vancouver or no? Well, hell no. Uh, except, of course, that uh, the the prime minister, before he was prime minister, was asked what his favorite country was, and he said China. Um, so he sent an important cultural signal to his future cabinet that he loves those guys. Well, the um, basic dictatorship is what he admired. Yeah. Oh, my God, right? <laughs> uh, okay. well, no, that's what he said. He explained, yeah, because they get to do what they want, and they make the decisions they want. And right. Like, oh, my God. Did you unpack what he works. just said? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's no surprise to me that, that, that he would go. All right. But you're saying that's, that's a betrayal of uh, true Canadian values and principles? Well, it'd be nice if they had some. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, but maybe there was another reason. Yeah, what would that be? Well, you know, we have two Canadians that are being held uh, in capt- captivity in uh, China, and perhaps they perhaps they felt that this was a great way to have a bit of a side conversation. I have to think that there had to be a reason for them to do this, to have this backlash that we are now heaping upon them. But I think that there was some other reason why he was sent there. Maybe it was directed by Christian Freeland, maybe, no, who knows. But I think that there were some back conversations that needed to be had, and they were on our soil, and they wanted to take advantage of it. Unless you send somebody of lower profile, and that kind of uh, accomplishes both things, that you're still having a presence, but it's not you know, of a, a high profile Official cabinet sanction. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley show podcast. Be sure to rate review and subscribe for free at Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on demand audio.